We both did it good. Hi. Hi, patrons. Hi, patrons. Welcome to chapter nine of George Joestar Cliff. It fucking sucks. It doesn't suck. It's I hated it. I will defend it. You don't have to try to condense this bullshit into notes. True. But I will say the second half-ish of this chapter was some of the most engaged I've had reading George Joestar. Really? Yeah. We'll get there, but there's a thing, and I'm like working alongside of George trying to figure it out. It I was, it was fun. I was also reading it out loud to myself, so that might have helped, but maybe this chapter I think is some of the most logical, leapiest, bullshit ass chapter that this book has had so far. So let's get well, into it. Let's I want to say this right now. At least it wasn't Kira. I guess. How do you know? How do you know Steven isn't Kira? There was a point that my brain jumped to, holy shit, what if it's Kira? (laughs) Because young girl get murdered. Wonder who it is in a Georgia DeGioto. Still at her hands, though. That was was never said. They never specifically stated that her hands were intact. Right, but they would have said that they weren't to hint at it being Kira if they were gone. Also, also, ghost will get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I forgot about that until you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go through the chapter. Yeah, so the chapter picks up where the last George chapter left off. He got home from Rome, was arrested, and he's being charged with the first degree murder in the case of the death of Kenton Motorize. Remember that last name? It was the girl that he built planes with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and her father got those charges pushed on George because of his connections with the Justice Department. And Arena and Penelope show up at jail to console George in prison. But he's super fucking chill about being in jail. He's he's like the opposite. Or like, I don't know. It gave me Jotaro vibes when he was in jail. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I'm here. Fucking. They both kind of got a demon following them in jail. Yeah. Is, is Lisa Lisa a demon? Lisa Lisa might be Georgia Stand. But we'll get there. I, I no, 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 no. Yeah. As we mentioned, Lisa Lisa's there. She's mm-hmm. using Hamon constantly to brainwash the prison guards. She's she's pushing Hamon through her feet into mm-hmm. the ground that fucks with prison guards' brains so they can't perceive her. Yeah, she gave George special bug socks um, so yeah. that it's not just so that like they can't perceive her. She's also having them like unlock his fucking cell, and I assume bring in what's mentioned is there. It's- it's a Hunter Hunter reference to the ability by the chameleon guy, I can't remember his name, called God's Alibi, where he's not technically invisible, but he removes people's ability to perceive him. Yeah, we talked about that on Patreon. This is yeah. Patreon. This is Patreon. I'm just saying it's the same thing. Reference. Uh, plagiarism. <laughs> um, uh, they have everything. They have food. They have they have a refrigerator and a carpet <laughs> and, and stuff. They're just vibing. Like I said, it's like Star Platinum bringing Jotaro things in jail. Yeah, like toys. <laughs> like toys and beer. Mm-hmm. You know, 16. Uh, she tells George that the Speedwagon, the Speedwagon Foundation and the Hamon Warriors are currently working on freeing him, so he shouldn't worry too much. George comments on how Lisa Lisa leaves at night and how she says it's inappropriate even if he insists that he, quote, 
wouldn't do anything. Um, it's inappropriate for it to stay. Also, I yeah. wrote that exactly like it's written in the book. It's wouldn't do anything, but then there's a left arrow between the word anything and the question mark. I wonder if that's like an editor's note that got left in. I, like there was a spacing issue. I do not remember an arrow, so I think you're wrong. Um, <laughs> snipping tool, new, snip. Let me make that a little bigger so it gets just these couple paragraphs. Save to desktop as capture. Creator chat. Pachow. Kachow. I don't... Okay, maybe... Alright, I'm blind. It's page 271 of the PDF. Oh, there's an exclamation point and a question mark, so maybe it was supposed to be like, uh? I don't know. <laughs> but why is the arrow there? You know what? Kingdom. I don't care. I didn't mean to do that. Go away. Um... All right, then let's keep going. It's because George won't fuck. That's why. Anyway, continue. Oh, dude won't do it because he's scared. And 16, but whatever. So is Lisa Lisa. Yeah, does that make it right? I mean, I, mean, he, I guess it makes it be better. portrayed in the book, but it's not like a it, problem. It, it, it would be a problem if we were made to read about it. But yes, and it would also, it just feels wrong saying that it would be better. It still wouldn't be good, but it's better that they're both kids. True. Exactly. Let's continue. Let's get out of this. Yeah. Hi, patrons. Uh, so on his sixth day in prison, Stephen Motorized visits George, and he tells George that he believes that he didn't kill Kenton, but he's not able to sway his father's rage. Uh, he tells George that the airplane that uh, he made was looking good when he saw it. It makes George promise not to give up on airplanes, as doing so would be like erasing proof that Kenton had existed. Steven's like, fuck that shit. I ain't making planes. That's your job now. True. Steven kind of a bitch. Kind of. We'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) Though still held in prison, the police were having a hard time creating a case against George, as the timeline of Kenton's death didn't add up. I mean, George appeared in Rome in two hours, which they said the trip would take like at least two days, even <laughs> if they had like a working plane. Yeah, <sighs> planes that time took two days. Planes are bad. Yeah, maybe George should give up planes. Um, <laughs> it's like they're basically they basically go over saying that George is making a ridiculous alibi that makes no sense, but also he was there. So what the fuck do we do? <laughs> Right. Uh, additionally, George had no motive at the time, and uh, he had no motive to kill her. And the timeline of his presence at the motorized manor to the discovery of Kenton at the cliffs may- is no way realistic, especially with his plane, the Shooting Star, having been at the scene. Yeah, a cool plane name. Shooting Star, Shooting Joe Star. In yeah. Fucking brain. If if he used it, he do fully coolly reference right on Shooting Star. Uh. You do funny Fist of the North Star reference. What's what's Fist of the North Star? It's when he punches the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Punch and shooting star. You're right. So once the police report is finished up, George is allowed to return home, but like jail return home where you're not allowed to leave the country or go back to school or anything. He's on house arrest, but they don't have that yet. Right. So yeah, upon getting home, he thinks about his meeting with Sukumajuku in the motorized estate and how uh, he hadn't died at sea, but had instead been thrown 170 years into the future. 
George doesn't fucking understand how that's possible and thinks about time travel, you know, like H.G. Wells. Like H.G. Wells' book about time travel called uh, Time Travel. What was it called? Time Traveler or something? Time Machine. Time Machine? Yeah. It's funny. It's funny how he references H.G. Wells specifically because he does have a book that came out in 1895 that George probably would have read, but it's also funny that it's H.G. Wells because. Because that's the space station in George's Bizarre Adventure part. Six and a half, George. Oh, no, it's because George is in London and H.G. Wells is also born in London. So it's true. (laughs) (laughs) What? It was funny. True. I'm sorry for yelling. It was funny. (laughs) Thanks. Oh, yeah. George is like, Sukumajuku did say we'd meet one more time, but what the fuck does that mean? It's just like, fucking. This guy keeps hopping into my life and fucking with me. Yeah, he sure do. I mean, he did it once, but it was pretty severe. Um, George can't go to school during the trial, so he stays home with Penelope tutoring him once again, like they did before. Ha ha. Uh, he doesn't have the motivation to go to to go work on his planes, and he's now scared to go out into the town because people probably know that he's being tried for murder. Uh, and mm-hmm. so he's and so he's bored. And George seeks out a new hobby and found one in the form of cars. When Arena brought one home one day, George quickly learned how to drive a car and bought a car for himself, a Rover 8, which I googled the pictures of, and that sure is an old car. Old-ass 1908-ass car. Uh, He immediately took apart and broke. Yep, he took it apart, and he was like, how does an engine work? And then it broke. So, how Uh do you buy the car? They got that Joestar money, dude. Do they? Yeah, Arena has an incredibly successful business. Yeah, but that's not his money. Yeah, it but- says George bought the car. Right, with himself. his allowance. Oh, I forgot. He's he's a he's, he's a an rich heir. boy. He's what? like a, I guess he's like technically a lord. <laughs> I don't think he's a lord. I don't think they, they have titles. Do they own land? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they own the Joe Star State. That's not what I mean. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. He, ha- okay. he has he's he's got royalty money. He- yes, royalties for the name JoJo. Royalty uh, free. So yeah, so he broke it, and so he takes it to a mechanic in London who's named John Moore Brabazon, um, who's the personal mechanic. Did I spell that wrong? Oh uh, no, you, you spelled it right. I just wanted to make sure that was that is in fact the real man. Yep. Yep, and so is Charles Royce because Brabazon's the. Uh, <laughs> The per- private mechanic of a car manufacturer, Charles Royce. I think the Rolls Royce guy, or no, the Charles well, he, Rolls. Yeah, sorry. that's the thing. It's Charles Rolls. Definitely the Rolls Royce guy. Yeah. So, and <laughs> when George met him, he was like, "Oh wow, this is like when I met Sukumojuku in the motor." I says, "This is like fate." And then they started fucking yelling at each other. They just for no reason, screaming and cursing out each other, like, and then. And then George tries to kill him? Yeah, like, George is watching the guy fix his car, and the guy's like, don't stare at my ass, kid. And then they get into a fight, and then George gets into the car and tries to run him over because uh, John dented the Rover 8. Um, And George fixes the car by himself. He gets so mad, he just learns how to fix an engine. He beats out the dent that got put in the car. He tries to run the guy over. Then they have a car chase through all of fucking London. They get back to the garage, and then they have a laugh about it, and they're friends. That's that's just how... Just dudes being dudes. Just friendly banter. That's what boys will be boys means. (laughs) I... 
am angry now because I didn't look up the specific like I didn't look up the information on the real people John Moore John Moore Brabazon and the real man uh Charles Rolls. Uh-huh. But that what happens in this chapter syncs up and lines up with the real people. So I guess George Joe Star is real. <laughs> he is he fits in the real life canon. Yeah, here, here. It uh, makes me angry. Oh. What, is, what are you typing? Um, Do you think Penelope de la Cruz is actually Penelope Cruz? Wait, who's that? Penelope Cruz is an actress. Why? No. Why, Why would she be? Oh, de la Rosa, sorry. Penelope de la Rosa? Penelope de la Rosa. She's an actress also. This makes even less sense. Oh yeah, there's a picture of her from George Showstar colored. Her hair's pink. What are you talking about? What? Alright, first of all, this lady's alive now. Time travel. Checkmate. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she have a movie called Smilf? Is Smurf step- Milf, I'd like is- to fuck. I think it's stepmother, but okay, whatever. No, Smurf Milf. Okay, yeah, you said it. Uh, <laughs> I think no, because she would be very old by now. Correct. Let's continue. Let's continue. Um, don't do that. It scares me. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I highlight text through a mind kingdom where he is. I know where like... I am. You just you fight. If the baby is... I'm trying to be helpful. Come on. George George's series of trials continued until he turned 18, so we just skipped two years, basically, mm-hmm. due to hung juries and the attorney general overturning the one not guilty verdict that he managed to get. Good. Fun. Yeah. He, having graduated but never gone back to high school, George refused to go to college as he had simply given up on school as a concept. I think he said, I think it was in the text saying, like, nothing good ever happened to me in school. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Like, yeah, good, good. You do, you, buddy. Uh, George's skills with cars had advanced to the point where he had given John a run for his money. And after some time, John told John told George that they were getting into the planes business because yeah. planes are the new hotness. Going to build plane engines. Which Charles Rolls did do. Mm. So. Fucked up. Did he actually die in a plane crash? Yes. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> uh, he was the first Briton to be killed in an aeronautical accident with an with a powered aircraft. I can't believe my Joe Odoro predicted that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so spoilers: he dies in real life and in the book. <laughs> so, at this shift in like job focus, because apparently he started working there. They never say that he started working there. He just did. I mean, there was a two-year time jump. Just whatever. Right. One piece time skip. But you think they would say, like, oh, yeah, also George works here. I mean, they're best friends now. They tried to murder each other. Yeah. So, so, yeah, learning about that, George wants to get back in touch with Steven Motorized, but he wasn't sure how to. And Arena's like, oh, yeah, he's working in France now. He just kind of fucked off. And Penelope, hearing George talking about wanting to get into the plane business, told him it was a bad idea. Lots of girls in his life don't want him fucking around with planes. Penelope's like, nah, planes ain't it. That that'll <laughs> never planes? That's a dumb idea. Have you heard about laser disc? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And a few days later, Darlington Motorized came by for a first visit since three years ago when Kenton died. Remember Darlington? Remember that that's a person's name? I did, actually. I forgot. <laughs> uh, Darlington and George catch up a bit. She's dating the boy she had mentioned to George on the day of Kenton's murder, though she's not sure if he's a good man. She also tells George if he has a way... Well, okay. Let, let me let me let me clarify something that made me laugh a lot. Real quick, she tells George that she's not sure if that guy's a good man, but she tells George he's definitely better than you. Which, like, darling, yeah, again, yeah, rude. She's a bully. She's mean. She's mean. Um, now I lost her. She also tells George. She tells George off for having a way of making women look at him but not realizing it. <laughs> which George reads as her calling him pathetic for leading girls on without even realizing what he's doing. Penelope eventually found the two together and was furious that Darlington would show her face when her family is accusing George of murder. That bit about George being called pathetic for leading girls out realizing it kind of hurt because that was me in high school. Gross. Yeah. I thought it was funny that she's like, yeah, George, you just make women want you without doing anything. And George is like, oh, fuck, she's calling me pathetic. I'm a fucking loser. Well, she also comments on like how he's constantly relying on the woman around him to save his ass, which. I know, but he he's the one that goes to the word pathetic. True. You're right. So, yeah. Darlington then reveals that she's there to tell George that he should go for a plea bargain in the case because her dad found new evidence. Uh, that's most likely to shift the verdict towards guilty. And Penelope's getting real pissed, and a clown starts to form <laughs> around Darlington. It, the Joker room. jumps in. Yeah, I'm the Joker, baby. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> I've watched that video like eight times it's in the good. last it's week. Good. Hold on. <laughs> All right, now I have to watch the. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> I'm the Joker, baby. What if, if George Joestar was written in 2020, Penelope's wound would be called Joker's Trick? <laughs> It'd be called the Killing Joke. Whoa! No! <laughs> um, but yeah, so our belief begins to activate, and Darlington tells George that he'd probably get a maximum sentence due to the fact that the case has been going on for so long, and that they now have two eyewitnesses who saw the plane fly out of the Joestar garden, and one who then saw the plane hidden in the motorized garden. Respectively, they were Darlington and Penelope. Yeah, Penelope's going to be a witness against George. Oh, no. Uh, fucked. George, Fucked. Yeah, kind of fucked. Uh, that's that's court, baby. Um, George wouldn't leave the region of the locked room, so Penelope couldn't fully form it and ran off. Darlington told George that even if she wouldn't testify, they'd find a note Penelope had written that day congratulating him on getting the shooting star to fly. George went up to console Penelope, but couldn't figure out how to best do so. He's like, oh, I could tell her everything's going to be okay, but that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. I don't know anymore, man. That was it. Sorry, I didn't realize that paragraph was so short. I completely spaced out. So Norena just shows up. She tells George that accepting the plea bargain was equivalent to giving up, and that it would damage not only his reputation, but the reputations of all those connected to him. And it would hurt Darlington and Steven, and it would tarnish Kenton's memory. She goes with a lot of and this, and this, and this, and it's like, just 
really punching him in the cock. <laughs> what? Alright. Arena Pendleton, known cock puncher. <laughs> Stop, don't bully me. I'm being funny. Um, and yeah, and with that, George is like, Damn it, I'm gonna get this case resolved in a truthful manner. I'm gonna find the real killer. And Penelope's like, that's real cool, George, but if you can't, I'll say I'm the one who killed Kenton. And I'll be your assistant detective. And he also like briefly shits his pants because he's not used to solving mysteries without Tsukumajuku, and he's like, what the fuck? Okay, so a couple things here. First of all, yeah, he's like, wait, I normally just follow what Tsukumoji could do. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with myself. <laughs> Second of all, it took him two years to realize, wait, I could just find the person who actually stabbed her 27 <laughs> times. Yeah. Like, listen, Christ, listen. Like, he's, dude. Listen, he's stupid. He's not supposed to be, though. Yeah, he is. Well, the rest of the chapter shows that he's not stupid, okay? I don't know. He makes some pretty illogical jumps. No. Anyway, Penelope took time off her work with Arena to assist uh, George and let him in on the fact that she'd been investigating the murder for the past two years. See? Penelope's smart. George ain't. Correct. With the new detail that he... That the shooting star had been flown to the motorized estate, George realized that it was most likely piloted because of the winds that day. It was it was a rainy day, uh, and that it may have been Tsukumojiku who had flown the plane, as he would have checked with the George Ma- jo- at the he would have checked for the Joe Star Manor to find George first. Right. So Tsukumojiku would have been there to try to find George. George isn't there. He's got a plane. Maybe I'll take that. That's his logic. I I guess it makes sense. Yeah, Tsukumoji, it's it's like, well, Tsukumojiku, like anything he fucking does, he becomes a master at, so I'm sure he could fly a plane. And it was a thing that um, the plane wasn't balanced right, unless you're a very small person, and Tsukumojiku's like a middle schooler, so. Right, it was weighted for a George, not for an adult. So yeah. So that George is like, okay, maybe Tsukumajuku, after he met up with me and sent me to Rome, maybe he flew to the cliffs and found the body and used the plane as a kite to attract attention, since he couldn't report it himself, because he's supposed to be dead. He's also a ghost from the future. (laughs) He sure is a ghost. (laughs) So, with that, George makes the conclusion that the murderer and the one piloting Starshooter were different people. This leads George to focus on the murder and the murder weapon, the knife with the Joestar crest on it that was stolen the day of the murder. George then goes through a lot of reasoning. We He's have- like, okay, so there weren't footsteps in the garden, and Penelope says that's why people think it was me, so that means somebody flew into the place, and they got the plane, and there weren't footsteps near the house where the knife was, because it was a rainy day, so somebody flew there, and there weren't any footprints at the cliff, so somebody flew there, too. So Stephen had to have killed Kenton, but I don't know why he doesn't have a motive. Um. So yeah, we go through a full uh, round of Among Us to figure out the murderer. <laughs> um. Yeah, and it's also I don't I don't think it's in the notes, but it's also said that like Stephen visited George like four days after the murder or so in in jail, and right. it's like. Oh, he wasn't he wasn't grieving. He was waiting for his wings to heal. Mm. Because he would have been flying. True. Which which one? I'm on this one. I'm on this one. I don't know. Uh, I'm not allowed to highlight them. 
Three days after, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Three days after the first meeting, George and Darlington met up at meet me me me. They meet up at the cliffs again. Mm-hmm. Darlington recounts how their mother had thrown herself off these cliffs, cliffs to her death, and that this event is what caused Stephen's wound to form his gross flesh wings. Yes. She even tells George that Kenton constantly threw herself off the cliffs in the same way, with George or with sorry with Stephen constantly painfully spreading his wings to save her. Kenton took out a stress on her brother until he bottled until the bottled up rage he felt couldn't stay inside and he killed her. Yep. So she was they hated each other, presumably for family reasons where she inherited a lot of her mother's um will, let's right. say. Where her mother said, or did Kenton say it? I don't remember. One of those two said that like it she, they would rather be dead than to live their life in, in the cage of the manor. Mm-hmm. So I think Kenton said that. Yeah. So Stephen wanted to continue the the manor stuff and like be a titled royalty person. Mm-hmm. And Kenton wanted to. It's like Kenton's school friends mentioned that she was going to get a job and like go somewhere. And he's like, "Why the fuck did she get a job? She got a fucking mansion." Yeah. And if he never wanted to leave, why would he go to France? That's yeah. Yeah, because murder. Yeah, and then George is like, "All right, cool. We we solved the mystery. I'm gonna go to France. I'm gonna find a way to get to France, even though I can't leave the country and find Stephen and make him confess." And I'm like, "Wow, that's gonna be a good chapter." Um, and as he leaves the estate, he speaks with Faraday, the butler of the motorizes, and he's like, "Hey, do you remember that dude who came and visited me when I was here three years ago?" Oh, no. And Faraday's like, "I don't like fucking talking about that." It was. <laughs> A 12 or 13-year-old Spanish kid with no eyes who was floating in the air who had a fucked-up aura? Dude, I think you were visited by the devil. Yeah, he's like, yo, the devil came here that day, and then and then the girl died. Bro, something fucked up happened. And George is like, I don't think he's senile, but what the fuck was he talking about? That's not Tsukumajuku, and then it's never brought up again. This so chapter, Tsuk- at least. Tsukumajuku is a scary Spanish... Um, Devil boy with a big hat and no eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, big hat. I forgot about the big hat. Yeah, no, big, big hat, hat Logan. Yeah, big hat Logan. He's a dark soul. He True. sells sorceries. A year later, <laughs> George was cleared of all suspicion and had joined the Royal Arrow Club. <laughs> the Royal Aeronautics Club, formerly the I, Royal um, Automobile Club. I why 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 don't why don't why don't we get any conclusion to the case other than I'm gonna go find Stephen in France? I would assume if Stephen becomes a suspect in the murder, then he would be brought there by other people. That's but, what I got from it. But like you think after this whole chapter was about surrounding like the trial and the murder and figuring it out, you think we would actually get the conclusion to it instead of skipping a year into the future. Yeah, but the conclusion was Stephen did it. <sighs> okay. Anyway, a year later, <laughs> George was cleared of all suspicion and joined the Royal Aeronautics Club. John was the first Englishman to fly a plane officially a year after uh, I, uh, John was the first Englishman to fly a plane officially a year after that and yet another year later Charles Rolls died in an airplane crash and John swore off flying forever 
mm-hmm. which Charles Rolls did die of an airplane crash. Of an year, airplane crash? That year, which would be at this point, 1910. Yep. Would it? Yeah, because we it, th- it's two years in right. the future now. So it started in 1908. Now it's 1910. Right. Well, no, it started in 1906, and then we had a two-year time skip. And then True. we had another two-year time skip. Took him, yeah. He's going through this boy's life. Uh-huh. Um... And John Swara flying forever. George kept flying, though, and the chapter ends with ominous, um, ominous foreshadowing of, of a little thing that. When did this happen? When did World War One happen? Yeah, a little thing that starts in about four years from then. Uh, the World War One. <laughs> the World War One. Speaking of war, John earlier was like, "Yeah, it's fucked up. There's going to be a war." Japan and Russia are fighting the Baltic Sea right now. And at some point in the chapter, George is like, yeah, Japan just destroyed the like whole Russian fleet in the Baltic Sea. Damn, Japan. And he damn had like, three A's in it. He's like, damn, Japan. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, and it was also something that when George was talking about, um, we should have probably brought this up, but we forgot. Um, when George was talking about Hatsukamochiku, was like, "Oh, I'm a kid in Japan now with another. I've, I've found another George in Japan," mm-hmm. and and, jo- and this George is like, "Oh shit, he's in Japan. Um, they're in some shit with Russia right now. I hope he's like actually in Japan and like no one got annexed or things, or he's not like in war." And he's like, "He's probably not in war. That's cool." Yeah. So yeah. there's a, which like is funny, kind of because like they're like. Oh shit! Uh, Japan and Russia are fighting, and then they're gonna take Korea and everything and all that stuff. And the the universe that that Tsukamojiku is in does not have that geography. Yeah, which is funny. It's not even um, the same universe, and that's it. And the next chapter is chapter ten, the HG Wells Kingdom. Read the first two sentences of it, and he would like to share them with me now. All right, so I'm going to both link them and read them aloud. Hmm. Captain Funnier Valentine spoke into his headset, quote, Houston, we have a problem. Just like in the movies. <laughs> See what I mean? I said the first sentence made me mad, and then the second one made it 20 times worse. <laughs> I I I looked at the first picture of the next chapter earlier after you said that. Um Alright, let me get into this. We'll get there. Let's look at the pictures for chapter nine. The first picture, like we talked about last time, is Penelope and Arena visiting. No, it's just George in jail. It's George in jail, and there's a bunch of dudes, and it's mentioned that he tries to stay away from the adults because he's 16. You could you But they keep him away from the adults. Yeah, because they know he'll get murdered. Yeah. The next picture is Ben Motorized, the Motorized's dad. Which we never see. Colonel Sanders looking motherfucker. We never really have him on, like, in text on screen, you know what I mean? Right, we do not. And then we have Lisa Lisa in the jail cell, I would assume. Her right, her one eye's really fucked up. She looks like she has old lady eyes. They got, like, wrinkles under them. Yeah, she's got a real fucking lazy eye in this picture. But she's really happy. That's all that matters. She is. She's very pretty. Oh, uh, and mm. who's this? Is that um? Kenton? I think that's Kenton. Yeah. Yeah. 
Next picture sky because Kenton is dead. Yeah, she went to heaven. It's the uh, here's no, the rover eight. No, wait, that was the thing. Um, Steven said that she, he can't imagine her being in heaven because she's all she was stabbed twenty seven times in the face, True. which is like holy shit, dude. And now that I know he killed her, like, bro. Yeah. Um, the next picture is a picture of the rover eight, which looks kind of fucking goofy. <laughs> um, also, it must be George's fantasy because he's chilling in the seat with Lisa. Lisa, she's laying in his lap. They're like in the back seat vibing. That's the only seats. <laughs> I know, but they got. You know they got the fucking the ox cable on. They they, <laughs> they might be in a drive-in movie theater. They're vibing. Listening hard. to the fucking William Tell overture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's next? He, here. Ooh, his full name's on here. It's John Theodore Cuthbert Moore. Whatever his last name was. Yeah, you can't read it because it goes up his fucking shirt. Yeah. Oh, what a dude. That is a drawing of a real man. We know. Yeah, that's him. And there's Charles Stewart Rolls. There's Charles Stewart Rolls. That's a very... There was a lot less effort put in this drawing. Charles Stewart Rolls anime version. Here's grown-up George. He's he's getting the Joestar bulk. Oh, yeah, he is. He's strong now. Yeah, he's got those big boy shoulders. Here's the Silver Ghost, which I guess is another car. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's John's car. Right, yeah, this one John's looks, car. This drawing's a lot better than the Rover 8 one. In the Ford Model T that they mentioned, like some dumbass in America is making <laughs> some dumbass Ford guys making cars and shit. Yeah, up and here's the Minerva. We're just seeing pictures of old cars now. Dude, just want to draw cars. Yeah, up here is Darlington. She looks fucking rowdy. She's doing a tiny colon three face. Uh, sure. She's got a it's little bit like, of the lip curl. It's more like a determined smirk. True. Oh, that's a different face. That, that, is, oh, that's that's Penelope. Yeah, that's Penelope being pissed. Penelope's angry. Um, oh, and here's Darlington being like, "Fuck you!" And the clown. And there's the clown. Yeah, there's ah, scary clown. There's Joker's trick. <laughs> this killing joke. I think that's yeah. There's Darlington leaving. Yeah, she's I like, know. "I wouldn't be afraid of that." My brother, ha- I know somebody with a similar sad ability. And crying. Arena mad. Yeah, there's Arena telling George not to be a little bitch, and George is like, "All right, I'll find the murderer." And then George is like, "I'm determined now." No, this is this is his face when he's thinking. True. The it's a talking talk. face. The gear. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> what? Oh, are you the one with George and Arena or George and Penelope on the cliff? Uh, yeah. At first, with like the way Penelope's body is and George's coat flowing in the wind i thought he had mega cake yeah. no that's 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 darlington dude that's just oh okay sure that doesn't change the fact that george is insane amounts of ass it does look like he's got a massive fucking that one robot from robots ass um boy packing cake bro i think this is still darlington um Mm, that looks it's probably arena telling him to not be a little bitch maybe maybe i don't know no that's still darlington because here's here's george and faraday whose head is the wrong direction he's looking away listfully and that's the end of the chapter are you ready to look at the first picture for chapter 10 the hg wells let's go oh no oh why'd you do this oh no wait why is sandman here I don't okay. know. So there's so there's Poochie, 
and it's over heaven poochie with the star with the star face mm-hmm. face thing there's just actually sandman from part seven that's there's, probably the best drawing i've seen there's funnier valentine is that funnier that must be funnier and i don't know who happy go lucky 777 uh bullseye man is yeah hold on let me see okay so we have there's funnier valentine Manrico pucci oh that's poco loco dude that's not poco loco no the guy in the top left i think yeah, that's not Poco Loco. It's a uh, Poco Loco, a uh, thirty Pudu oh, no, oh, that's Poco Loco triple seven. It's because it's because lucky. Yeah, it's because lucky. Po- Poco Loco triple seven, and the dude at the bottom right is named Sandman. Goyasuri, uh, Soundoman. Yeah, yeah, Soundman. That's Sandman. it. That's Soundman. <laughs> Why is he? Why is, I didn't know Soundman was here. What are you talking about? That's what I'm I, saying. No, I didn't know he was in the book. I I, knew I didn't know spoilers. I didn't know he was here. I didn't know fucking Poco Loco was here. I didn't know Poco Loco with with a beanie was here. I didn't know Poochie was on Mars. Why is Poochie on? Is this is this the crew of the HG Wells? I will undoubtedly. I'm going to lose my shit. <clears throat> these are the four people they got to pilot the spaceship to Mars. Well, yeah, they one have... of whom is the former president. Why is he here? Why not? That's not what president presidents don't typically go to space after their they serve their term. Anyway, they should. That'd be cool. I think that once you're done being president, you should be locked in a capsule and sent into space forever. Do you know you can like? Uh, as an option, when you die, you can have it so you get your when like you get cremated and your ashes get scattered in space, and it's like not that expensive. That's kind of pog. Yeah, I want somebody to smoke me. That's a joke. <laughs> I got a bone. I'm so tempted to look at all the pictures for this chapter. Gonna, let's click one more because this one's beyond bullshit. So I just want to see if it continues. <laughs> one more. It's Naranja's stand. Oh. It's you boat. It's a bunch of little torpedoes shooting. Yeah, it's you boat. Okay. I mean, that's still crazy bullshit. Why is he attacking? Anyway, he's not. He's attacking from Doji. He's protecting him. No, that sounds dumb. I hate that you all made me do this. Why? It's good. I just I forgot that I had a tab open of I'm the Joker baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the Joker baby. (laughs) I got these scars. <laughs> okay, bye. Is that the outro? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>